welcome to the Franchise You Podcast, where key industry leaders provide education and inspiration. Here's your host, Dr. Kathy Gosser, the director of the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence at the University of Louisville. So welcome back to Franchise You. Today with me, I have Marcus Tom, and Marcus is the president of two franchises in Service Master. So Service Master owns a host of brands, but he is the president of Service Master Clean and Merry Mates. So uh, Marcus, you've had such a career, mostly in restaurants, starting at Pizza Hut in the early days when it was owned by Pepsi. We talked about that. Then you decided you wanted to move from pizza to coffee. And so you went to Starbucks and Einstein Bagels and Caribou. While at Caribou, we shared a fabulous supervisor or or coach, I should say, in Leanne Snyder. I had her at Yum as well. So small world, as I always tell my students. Then you um, you always had senior positions in operations, but your last stop before Service Master was Jack in the Box, another operations gig. And now what's fascinating, and we're going to unpack a little bit, is that you lead not only a business-to-business franchise, but also a business-to-consumer franchise, two very different business models. And you have a degree in economics from Wharton, which, as we all know, is quite a school. So Marcus, um, I talk about your career, and I look at all of those wonderful jobs you've had, and now you're focused on these two major franchises. I've said, I've talked some, but why don't you give us a few highlights that you believe are most relevant? Thank you, Kathy. And, um, let me start by saying it is just wonderful to be with you. And so thank you for inviting me here to share some of my experience and insights into this wonderful world of franchising that we're in. And you're absolutely right. You know, you walk through my career and really it has been in franchising. I have been involved in company owned operations, you know, throughout some of those assignments. But overall, uh, the majority of my experience and background are in franchising. And I'll tell you what, um, being in hospitality franchising, some of those highlights have been that we learn how to work not only with customers, we learn the business model, but um, just as importantly, we learn about franchising and how to treat franchisees, Mm -hmm. how to really put them at the forefront of everything that you do and think about and how really to understand that, you know, their success is your success. I started in company-owned operations for Pizza Hut. And, you know, when I first started in franchising, it could fake you out in a way. Same restaurants, same menu, same uniforms, yeah. right? Uh, you walk into restaurants. The key difference, though, is that those restaurants are owned by franchisees. And so having that always present, that really, you know, you work through them and with them is a big, big difference. I like to say sometimes that in company owned, you're in the driver's seat, but really in franchising, you know, you're often in the passenger seat guiding and you still have to get to that same destination, but you do it through and with your franchisees. What really has kept you driving to take on so many new opportunities? I I love business. And, uh, you know, I will tell you that from my earliest days, One of the most rewarding things that um, I actually um, filled my cup really was helping see people on my team be successful and to Mm -hmm. grow. And when I got into franchising uh, and it started with Pizza Hut, I brought a similar approach and 
mindset to franchising Mm -hmm. and to help franchisees solve business problems, to help them improve their processes, and to help them actually make more money, actually provide more opportunities for their teams, and to create more wealth for their families and their legacy, that really filled my cup. And so Mm -hmm. every step of the way in the career that you'd mentioned that I've had has been increasing areas of responsibility and span and impact. But at the end of the day, it's the same kind of root rewards that drive me, and that is helping others. I truly believe that success is best when shared, Mm -hmm. and I would share it with my team and company owned. I'd share it with our shareholders. And then on franchising, same thing, team and owners, but also franchisees. And that, to me, is the most rewarding, and that's what keeps me going. I just look forward to it every single day. And um, that that's kind of what drives me. Boy, I get that. I can see that also. And our listeners can't see your face, but I can definitely see it in that. So thank you for that. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the two companies that you lead. So let's start with Service Master Clean. And that is a business-to-business company that provides janitorial services. So your company has over 700 units, um, with the predominance of those being franchised. Can you tell us a little bit more about the services that Service Master Clean provides? Sure. Service Master Clean is a provider of cleaning and sanitation um, to commercial spaces. And so we provide, through our franchisees, uh, safe cleaning uh, away from home. And this is in the workplace. And we have commercial accounts that run the full range from office buildings to airports, to hospitals, to schools, and, you know, a lot of other businesses in between. And so that's what we do primarily. We provide janitorial cleaning. We are also getting into certain spaces that are related to the tech industry. Um, Our specialty really is commercial buildings and then healthcare. Uh, And we are expanding and it's um, pretty recent, but we have begun to really do some great work with uh, restaurants and hospitality brands. Oh, uh, Labor has been a, a true challenge for so many of you know the companies that we support and work for, and uh, including our franchisees. But if we can help brands in the restaurant space solve the problem of labor, improve their team member experience and allow them to be more customer-facing while we sort of work behind the scenes to help clean, that's a win-win. You know, it's also a win because I can't say there are a ton of people that actually enjoy cleaning while they're at work or maybe in general, which um, which leads us to the other company that you lead, which is Mary Maids. And that's a consumer company that provides home cleaning services. And I absolutely love the line in your FDD that defines your business. And I got to quote it. We grant franchises for house and cleaning services for residential customers who do not have the time or desire to clean regularly. I have to tell you, I totally get that. That is like the best statement. And you have about a thousand of, of these franchises. So can you tell us a little bit more about Mary Maids? That's, um, you know, what you just quoted is is key, and I'm glad that it resonates with you. Uh, that speaks to um, actually some strategy. And inside of that, that we are actually trying to appeal to customers uh, who have homes and residences that neither have the time or the desire. Our two key audiences are the time-starved customer. People have busy work days. They have families. They have careers. They have 
just life that sort of is, is, is their living. And so with that, when they don't have the time, we are an, a solution for them. And then the, the, the desire, we also have a significant customer base and we call them the I've earned it customer base. And these are people that are accomplished and that have the means and, you know, they just prefer to spend their time doing other things. And so with that, right, we also cater to a group of customers that feel like I'd just, I have time on my hands, but I would rather spend it doing things I prefer and like. And so we'll leave the cleaning to Mary Mates. And so those are our two key audiences that we actually address and speak to. I'll tell you, there's a third audience that I fall into both of the the uh, prior two, but the third one is I'm not very good at it. At least that's what I tell my husband. <laughs> we um, actually have great brand standards. We have proprietary methods for capturing and removing dirt and um, other things. And so we um, also are really, really keyed in on the Mary Maids, what we're calling now the Mary Maids experience. Businesses typically engage customers either in their places of business or else they will send products over to their home and deliver them out the door. Mm-hmm. We have the privilege and the high responsibility of actually entering into somebody's home to provide our service. That really requires, I think, certain things from us um, as the provider of residential cleaning, such as trust, mm-hmm. confidence, consistency, and then a relationship. In my travels across the country and speaking to Mary Maid's teams, I ask our technicians and home cleaners, what's the favorite, what's one of the best things about this job? And they invariably say, it's my relationship with my customers. Mm -hmm. And so more than any other brand I've worked at, Mary Maid's actually has this feel of family, Mm -hmm. family across our franchisee network, but also a family feel for our technicians as they go into homes and create these wonderful relationships with customers in their homes. Oh, I can see that. I can definitely see that. That's great. Thank you, Marcus. But I have to ask you, how do you manage your time between two brands? It's a great question. Um, As you'd mentioned, a B2B model and then a B2C model, there's not a whole lot of overlap. The commonality that they have is franchising. But I will say that I spend my time, Kathy, primarily thinking through forming and then supporting the team that executes strategy. Um, I spend a lot of time with franchisees, hearing from them, hearing what's important from them, seeing how the strategy plays out, you know, in the field and in their businesses and make sure that they're growing. Um, I spend time also just across the two brands in supporting my teams. And I will say this, that the only reason I'm able to, or the only way that I'm able to actually support and lead to companies is through great people. So Mm -hmm. I make it a real point to surround myself with great talent, talent that's driven, talent that it has high autonomy, and then talent that has a track record of a success. And then lastly, I spend time across the two brands in working through and refining and sometimes creating processes and structure. So, you know, when I work on those higher level things, and I've got a great team underneath me, and then a great network of franchisees, that that's what makes this doable. I will admit, I mean, there is a lot of work because sometimes you get twice as many emails and twice as many of meetings, and work with twice as many councils, but uh, it's so rewarding. This is the stuff that gets me up in the morning. Ah, that's great. That's great. Well, you are a superhuman, in my opinion, to run both. So that's pretty amazing. 
So I read through both FDDs as I like to do, and I noticed a few things so interesting that I'd love to discuss more with you. First of all, the franchise fees. And what I saw from both brands is that you offer discounts, that your company offers discounts to veterans, people of color, women, and even existing franchisees. So, and for Service Master Clean, you actually offer a discount for those with experience. Can you tell us more about this philosophy and maybe some of the success you've had with this? Sure. Um, you know, Service Master Brands, our motto really is that we care, we serve, we deliver, and we do. And inside of that, we have a commitment to the communities that um, actually are our franchisees. And with that, we also are looking for, we have a commitment to diversity and inclusion. And so we actively promote and seek minority-owned businesses. We have some very, very successful ones in both brands, both Service Master Clean and Mary Maids. Um, there's a a very large percentage of our franchisee ownership on the Mary Maid side that are women. Mm. And so I'm really, really thrilled that that is something that we have captured and sort of formalized. Now, in terms of um, royalties, we believe, as I'd said earlier, we believe that franchisee success is our success. And so we have structured our royalty payments so that as franchisees grow, we want to grow with them and we want to incentivize them to actually grow their top lines and also with that, their profits. But there is a, a structure whereby if they hit a certain target for sales and the royalties decrease, but it's a win-win for all of us. That is a win-win and that philosophy makes a lot of sense. And it is quite the incentive to grow your business and, and grow your sales. So that's great. Thanks for explaining that. You know, it's interesting. Um, all companies really seem to want to talk about diversity, but you definitely have put something in action that demonstrates how Service Master really feels about it. So I think that's great. It was fun to read that. So let me ask you a couple of other questions that were fun. And I think they come along with Mary Maids. So when I was reading through it, you know, we think of Mary Maids, you go from house to house, but you require that your franchisee has an actual office. Can you Tell us why that's important. Yes. Um, thank you for asking. We, the Mary Maid's office is very important to uh, our culture. And one of the things that happens is that our technicians or the technicians of our franchisees, actually, they um, meet in the office uh, every morning. And okay. there they rally. They have huddles. They talk about success. And it's a chance for them to connect. As they go out to the homes, a lot of this is done in pairs and some of the work is done individually, but, you know, they're on their own. So the office really is a central point for them to come together, to meet, to align, to get set, get their supplies, and then go out. Also, we have some data that really indicates that offices that are located really at um, sort of midpoints between where our, the, the team members of our franchisees live and where their customers are tend to be very successful. And so it is a part of our brand to have offices um, that really serve as this focal point, both from a culture perspective, as well as for a business perspective. That is really fascinating because I can see where having a home spot, so to speak, to at least bring the entire team together. And as you said, to rally and have the communication, that is really critical. And I hadn't thought of that. So that is really fascinating. Yeah. Training happens at yeah. those offices. Uh-huh. 
Uh, it's a chance for the office manager and the franchisee to talk about the day ahead, mm. to celebrate. I, I've been a part of some of these rallies that are truly inspiring, and you should just see it. Talk about faces lighting up when uh, these technicians get recognized by their franchisees. Oh, yeah. It's a wonderful thing. Wonderful I can see thing. that. Because that's a hard job. That's not an easy job uh, by any means. So it's great to hear that. I also noticed with Mary Maids that the franchise fee really depends upon the size of the territory. So I was very intrigued by this. You've put your territories in three buckets, small, mid, and full size. Can you unpack what that means for us, please? Yeah, well, we have sales targets that we actually uh, understand are realizable based on the size of the market. So the difference is there are if you have a small territory, the sales target that you have, you want then to reflect the potential of that market. And we go on to mid midsize and then large. And some of those are formed by natural boundaries. Some of those are formed by existing licenses surrounding that area. And that's how we determine that. So it's really a way to normalize fees and, and really a fairness play. Would you say that's true? Yeah. Okay. That makes it, that makes a lot of sense. I read about the technology package and I was really interested, particularly with Mary Maids, if you could talk a little bit about what type of technology infrastructure you provide. And I, I noticed it was a very reasonable price to manage the business. So I thought maybe you could tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. Um, you know, we have a, an operating platform and a CRM for Mary Maids that is very, very robust. Uh-huh. And inside of it, it allows our franchisees to use a, a system that is proprietary to Mary Maids. In terms of understanding, you know, their customer base, tracking that, we also have inside of that the ability to schedule team members, um, or they do, their team members as they go out on to, on to do jobs. So there's just a lot inside. It does give reports into um, sales histories for customers. It talks about recurring customers, which is really something that we strive for. Uh, once we provide a great service to a, a customer through our Mary Maids franchisee, we want them to count on us to because you can easily get into a habit of loving that many made service that you have so we have these technology platforms that make that job of keeping track of all their customers and their accounting uh, and their schedules all of that it becomes easier oh way easier and also it's one less thing that franchisees have to worry about and they can worry on their worry about their customer service and taking care of their teams that's absolutely right yeah, makes sense. So you talked a little bit earlier about the type of training that's provided. Can you maybe elaborate a little bit more about how both brands execute training? Sure. Um, new franchisees are brought into our um, office and training center in Memphis, Tennessee, and they go through an extensive couple of weeks of training where they learn about opening a office and hiring the right people and, you know, because that is key, um, establishing the office. So we go through a a deep dive on that. We talk a a lot about our brand standards operations and really how to clean, whether that be a house or whether that be an office building, whether that be pre or post construction on the side of clean, we give them the full range of experience that we need them to have to set them up for success. And then we assign them um, business development consultants after they come out of training to stay very close to them in that first year so that they are set up for success. And we consult with them through our BDCs and we have a 
team of marketers who provide marketing advice. Uh, we do have a national ad fund, and that is run by our marketing team in conjunction with the national franchise groups that um, are on marketing. You know, we provide that whole range of training and uh, know-how for franchisees. At the end of the day, we provide the processes and the turnkey systems, but really a success of a franchise depends on their execution. And so it's so important for a franchisee and for the franchisor to have that role clarity. We support them and they own the business. They lead in that area. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I can see that happening. So that training sounds like it's very similar for both brands that you lead. It really is. Yes, absolutely. That, that helps you as well. So let's talk a little bit about franchising and maybe your franchisees. So what qualities do you look for in franchisees for each brand? So I'll start with Mary Maids. We have this competitive advantage and we've done a lot of research about what is special about the Mary Maids brand. And there are a lot of key emotions and sort of concepts that come into play here. Uh, this feeling of family, this feeling of consistency, this sense that Mary Maids will deliver, I can trust them. Those key things that a customer really needs to have in order to trust a brand to come into their home and clean it. Well, we look for those similar qualities and characteristics inside the franchisees. And, you know, they are a great network that is really connected with themselves, each other, as well as with their franchisor. So those things are very important. I'd say customer focus and building a relationship with people. A lot of our sales at Mary Maids are done over the phone. So, you know, establishing connections both in home and also over the phone are important. And finally, um, the ability to hire and retain great team members uh, is another characteristic of the Mary Maids franchisee. Okay. On the clean side, it's a recurring model. And when people are typically going home from work is when we start our day. And so um, with that, people that are comfortable with and in some ways like repetition and like process is something that uh, attracts clean owners. And um, also, you know, the majority of our sales come through our franchisees. And so good sales capability and the ability to get out there and, and sell your business are great. We talked about some of the commonalities, and I would say that great operations and being a great employer are the two things that both our Mary Maids and our clean franchisees have in common. I can see that. But here's what I noticed. You did not talk about they have to love to clean. We can take somebody who wants to own their business yeah. and we can actually turn them into, through our proprietary systems, good franchisees. But cleaning itself is something I think that if you didn't have it when you started, you quickly get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that, that's a given. You're, you're absolutely right. I got gotcha. you. You know that technicians that work at Mary Maids get a high sense of accomplishment from cleaning. So you're absolutely yeah. right. About that. And you know, point. it's funny. Um, my best friend absolutely loves to clean. And I think you can surmise by now that's not high on my list. And so she gets such satisfaction out of cleaning and I don't get it. But I imagine that your franchisees and your teams feel the same. That's right. That's right. You know, maybe after this call, you can send her over to me and we can talk about a franchise for her. <laughs> She'd be great. She'd be the best. That's for sure. Awesome. I, I would say one thing about that, though. 
there was a real call, I think, to action on both sides of our brands on both the residential cleaning and the commercial cleaning side. And I joined Service Master Brands about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And we were in the midst of the pandemic. Right. And my CEO and I were talking about, you know, the possibility of my joining Service Master Brands. And really at that time, there was a real call to action for improved and heightened cleaning to the point of, you know, providing safety to people. And it's really with that higher level calling that many of our franchisees stepped up and really reassured their customers, whether in their homes or other places of work, that we will help provide safe workspaces for you in the midst of this COVID pandemic. And I'll tell you um, some of the inspiring stories of how our franchisees and their teams actually delivered on that call to action really, really excited me. And it just cemented my commitment to cleaning overall. And, you know, I do think the pandemic, all kidding aside, the pandemic really did demonstrate how important all of this is to all of us. So I can imagine that you all took it very seriously and even upped your game if that was possible. We did. We responded with COVID protocols. We -hmm. followed very closely what the CDC had recommended. Mm -hmm. And we had health experts that were advising some of our wonderful Vendor partners that provide equipment and chemicals to us um, also partnered with us in actually creating processes and cadences around cleaning to keep our customers safe. And, you know, Marcus, you have described what I believe really made a difference in the pandemic in the world of franchising is the ability of franchisors such as yourself to come up with new systems and processes that help so many franchisees. They couldn't do that on their own. Mm-hmm. That's a real benefit of franchising. That's right. That's that's great. So how do you ensure consistency in your brand execution? You have these people all over the country cleaning at different hours and different places. How do you ensure consistency of your brand? We make it a priority. There are a couple of key pillars that are just vital right, um, inside of Service Master Brands and for Clean and for Merry Maids and great operations, great staffing, to be great employers, to be really good at sales, to use data and reporting. But I will tell you that the focus and one of our competitive edges is great operations. And so with that, we take pride in our franchisees who execute at very, very high levels. So talking about that and fostering a culture of excellence inside of operations is really important. The other thing that we do is we invest in ongoing training for our franchisees, and we ask them to continually put training at the forefront of what they do to set their technicians and their housekeepers up for success. So those things are helpful on the execution side. Um, We also have a team that monitors customer experience and they monitor Google scrapes. We have proprietary programs that, you know, through texting, reach out to customers and ask how their service was. Uh, We monitor the customer experience very carefully. And then we share that feedback, both with ourselves and ways to improve overall as a brand and then with our franchisees. So I can imagine customers are happy to give you feedback. 
because it's very personal to them. So that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. When you invite somebody into your home or when you have, you know, just a, a company that is delivering cleaning, both for your customers and your employees, in either case, it is very near and dear to their heart. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're yeah. willing to versus buying a meal. Sometimes you can't get that customer feedback. But this, I bet you can. I can't yeah. imagine you'd have a problem. Well, and it's a good point because when you, you know, when a meal is served typically in a restaurant, unless of course it's, you know, uh, delivered to the home, but you can go to that place, that establishment, and you can watch service. You can watch how the food's being prepared and how it's being served. And you can kind of talk to customers there. When people go into somebody's home or into a business after hours, right? Uh, it's, It's just as important to monitor that customer experience and know that you're doing a good job. But the ways that you go about doing that are less direct, but just as important. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So what's your growth strategy for both brands? We are on the, I'll, I'll start on the Merrimade side. We have some great opportunities ahead of us. Uh, we are a, a brand that is national. We're 40 years old and, you know, and growing. And we also have areas of white space. So we have a very aggressive and clear growth plan that is formed by our franchise development team. And so we are actively seeking new franchisees to come into the family and into the network. So there's growth there. You know, I mentioned that success is best when shared. We also are working with our our existing franchisees on growing our multi-location franchisee base. And so, you know, in the restaurant world that I come from, we would have called them multi-unit operators. Right. Well, we we are applying the same thing to both Mary Maids and to Service Master Clean. We want their brand, our brand, to be a huge growth proposition and enabler for them to get them to wherever they want to get to. And so with that, really, we have a growth mindset. And so in order to actually bring that growth mindset to life, we encourage our franchisees, um, you know, who operate at high levels and are consistent to grow with us. On the clean side, we've identified some strategic verticals inside the space that are growing at a a faster rate than the overall commercial cleaning industry is projected to grow over the next five years. And so with those verticals, we are really putting resources against creating playbooks uh, and expertise on sales presentations and the like. We also have a national sales organization and we've just added regional sales. And so we have that to support franchisees in their efforts for sales. Oh, that's terrific. All that's terrific. Well, it's hard to believe our time is coming to a close. I have two last questions for you. The first is like looking over at your incredible career If I were to ask you, what is one thing that you're most proud of? What would that be? Without thinking about this too long, uh, I can honestly say that I, as I reflect back on the different roles that I've had and then the role that I play at my current company, my proudest moments are um, watching people grow and get to where they want to get to uh, in their careers or in their businesses. You know, I can't emphasize enough just how fulfilling that is for me just Mm -hmm. to see, you know, growth in people and success. And so uh, I believe very, very firmly in the concept of servant leadership. And Mm -hmm. so for as long as I'm allowed to serve, um, you know, and help others get to where they want to get to, that fills my cup. 
have a very, very understanding family who supports me. And, you know, without them, this would be possible. So I'm grateful for them too. Ah, that's good. That's great. That's great. And my last question, you and I started into this world of franchising about the same time and probably didn't even realize we were. So is there anything you wish you had known when you entered franchising? I would say that um, understanding that when I'd entered franchising, that the franchisees have invested many times their life savings or a significant portion of their wealth, and they spent a lot of time thinking about their business and really nurturing it, that as much as we can as a franchisor, if I had known that they really are at the heart of our collective success, that would have helped me. I learned that. That was a quick lesson, but I learned it. Had I known that from the get-go, that would have been fantastic. Oh, I concur with that 100%. Well, I can't thank you enough for your time today. It has just been fantastic hearing about both of your great brands. Thank you so much, Marcus. It's been a pleasure, Kathy. Thank you for having me. Franchise You is brought to you by the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence at the University of Louisville. For more information on the center, visit business.louisville.edu slash yumcgfe. Thank you for listening to Franchise You.